You're listening to The Dr. Chris Show. Are you tired of the short-term patch to your health problems? Is avoiding medications and surgeries important to you? If you answered yes, then your prayers have been answered. Dr. Chris has been helping people transform their health for over a decade. He's a world-renowned health expert who specializes in holistic health. He's a professional speaker, chiropractor, and international best-selling author. It's his mission to help you reach your full God-given potential through holistic health and healing. Get ready to be inspired and transformed. Here's your host, Dr. Chris. All right, everyone, and welcome to another episode here where disease takes a dive and people come to thrive. And today we have the honor of having David Toman. He is an awesome biohack expert on nootropic supplements. He's been on this journey for a very long time. He's a, a best-selling author. He's wrote a couple of different books on the topic uh, from Secrets of the Optimized Brain and Head First. And all of this is with the intent on helping others achieve the same transformational success that he had. And I love this because this is all around brain health, helping us be our most focused, optimized, best versions of ourselves. So, David, thanks for coming on today. Thank you very much for inviting me, Chris. Absolutely. So, David, I want to start off by having our viewers just help understand where you came from and you've been through quite a journey. And instead of me talking about it, I think I would do it a huge disservice uh, because you were in a pretty bad spot, not really having any answers. And so you could just share just what you went through and what led you to uh, your discovery in nootropics and really understanding what that is, and what that means for our, our listeners too. Sure. Well, I've... <sighs> I've traveled around the world. I've been to 45 countries and um, I've lived in a few of them. And at each place that I ended up staying for a while, I ended up as an executive in some corporation. And every year I'd have my performance review like you normally do at big corporations. And my boss would always say, David, you're a great manager. You're a really good executive. You're really good with people. You're great salesman, but you got to learn how to focus. And so I bought the books on how to focus and I bought the books on management and I tried to figure it out. And I thought it was just a moral failing. Mm -hmm. And I, that was my adult life. And about 14 years ago, I met this gorgeous blonde on North Miami Beach. <laughs> Six months later, we got married. And within the first year of our marriage, she would, saw what was going on. And she introduced me to this rock star psychiatrist in Palm Beach here in Florida. And this doctor sat me down and within 10 minutes, he diagnosed me adult ADD and PTSD. And for the adult ADD, he prescribed Ritalin or methylphenidate. And as soon as I started taking that drug, it was like somebody turned the lights on in my brain. It was amazing. For the first time in my life, I could focus and I could concentrate. And it was a life changer. But about a couple of years later, I started growing tolerant to it, and I panicked. And I said, no, not after all this time. I found something that's going to work, and it's going to stop working. I don't think so. So I decided to find out what methylphenidate is, how it works in the brain. It turns out it's a dopamine reuptake inhibitor. And it just, for it, 
inhibits dopamine receptors and, and transporters so that it just forces more dopamine into the extracellular space. Well, that had stopped working and I decided to find out why. And so I started doing my research and I figured, okay, if that's the way it works, if it affects dopamine, maybe I don't have enough dopamine on my brain. And so I got, I said, how do I fix that? And I got some L-tyrosine and I found out that people with ADD and ADHD also have a problem with brain cell signaling, and that's primarily acetylcholine. And the precursor for that is alpha-GPC or CDP-choline. So I went to GNC and I got some L-tyrosine and I got some alpha-GPC and some B vitamins, and voila, my Ritalin started working again. And I didn't grow tolerant to it. I, didn't, I was no longer tolerant to it, and I didn't crash late in the afternoon when the drug wore off, which was a, it was a bonus. And so that was fine for a few years. And then about seven years ago, thing, my health started to slide big time. And by that time I'd switched careers from, I was a certified professional yacht broker before. And the, uh, in 2008, the economy tanked and I couldn't sell a new yacht if my life depended on it. So I, I started a marketing business. Well, a few years after I started that, I started getting really, really sick. And my business was failing. My marriage was on the rocks. I was so exhausted, I would fall asleep at 2 o'clock in the afternoon every single day. So we were running out of money, and I just I didn't know what to do. And finally, one day, my wife just had it, and she took me to the ER because she thought I was having a heart attack. Turns out it wasn't a heart attack. For some reason, I had went severely hypothyroid. And if you've seen the list of symptoms for people that are hypothyroid, it's a full page, two columns long. I had most yeah. of them. And so the, at the hospital, they prescribed Synthroid. And I tried that for two or three months and I was getting sicker and sicker and it didn't work. And, and again, I did my research and found out about natural desiccated thyroid. And I started getting a little bit better, but I lost my memory like completely. It was so bad that I went to two different neuro, um, neurologists and they both tested me for Alzheimer's. And I went through the testing for Alzheimer's and dementia. And of course, I came up negative and they couldn't help me. And, uh, you know, uh, but I was so sick, Chris, by that time, I was starting to get a little bit better, but nothing else was working, man. And it was either, I felt like dying. Oh, I bet. I really did be because he just felt hope. It felt hopeless. But I've got a wife that at the end of the day, she just loves me to pieces. And I had a family that loves me. And I'm going, all right, now I'm going to live. I got to figure out how to fix this. And so like I did when I first, after a couple of years, starting into using methylphenidate, I started doing the research to find out what happens. Why is there memory loss? What, how, does, how is memory formed in the brain? Um, what can I do to fix that? And now at the time, you got to figure like seven years ago or so, there were no books on this. I mean, the, the yeah. last book on nootropics was written, was published in 1992. Mm. And so there, there were no websites. And so I went to PubMed and I just started reading thousands of clinical studies. And I put together a nootropic stack that it took about two and a half years of using what I'd put together, but about two and a half years, my brain was working better than it ever had before in my life. 
And so that was kind of like my deep dive into, by that time I had learned the name nootropics and, um, and I knew how to use them. And so when I finally got my health back and things back together again, I decided I was just going to focus my marketing. I, I was going to laser focus my marketing business on one thing and I chose copywriting and I started writing copy for um, supplement companies. And I ended up writing copy, some advertorials for a UK company that has a pre-made nootropic stack called MindLab Pro. And uh, when I was writing this sales copy, if you've had anybody writing copy for your business, you know that the only way that you can write legitimate sales copy is if you research. It's, it's got to be backed up by research. And again, I was running into the same problem. It's just, <laughs> I had to go to places like PubMed and um, The Lancet and Nature and other places that host peer-reviewed clinical studies just to write this copy. And I'm going, if I went through this to fix my brain and I have to go through this just to write sales copy for a nootropic stack, what does the average person on the street do if they've, if they've got ADD or their anxiety or depression or OCD uh, or whatever, if they've got a problem with their brain, where do they go? And that's when I thought of um, Nootropics Expert. Well, that's, I started so, writing. Well, that's key because exactly you said, people don't even know where to go when they have some of these issues, let alone what Nootropics are. So can you explain to our listeners what Nootropics are in the easiest form to, yeah. to understand? Nootropics are simply a class of substances that improve brain function. And so we also, we, we also refer to them as neuroenhancers or cognitive boosters or memory enhancers. And they can be natural or synthetic. Most of them are natural. Um, a, very, a few of them are synthetic. Some of them are extracts, which are kind of technically, I suppose, synthetic. And experienced biohackers make the distinction between nootropics and smart drugs. Nootropics, you do not need a prescription to get. You can just, you can get nootropics at your local vitamin shop or at Whole Foods or your local health food store. Smart drugs are things that you need a prescription from your doctor for. Things like modafinil and Ritalin and, um, um, and, and uh, stimulants like that. So anybody can get their hands on nootropics without a prescription. Um, they just have to know how to use them. And we use nootropics to improve focus, for motivation, for memory, for mood, for cognition, for longevity. The word nootropic came from a gentleman named Dr. Corneliu Gergea, who was, he was a Romanian psychologist and chemist. And I think he was in St. Petersburg at the time, and he was working in the lab with Dr. Pavlov. And he synthesized paracetam. Um, this is back in 1963. And uh, he found out, paracetam is just, it's a cyclic derivative of GABA, which is a natural neurotransmitter in your brain. And he found out that it helped um, things like, uh, they were using it for memory enhancement and for treating Alzheimer's and stuff like that. Mm. So the world caught wind of this and who? So, and so the doctors started in Europe, especially in, and in Eastern Europe, they started prescribing paracetam for certain cognitive conditions. And people, different labs around the world started 
working with that original formula for paracetam and making other racetams that are based on the same cyclic um, derivative of the same molecule. So Dr. Gergea decided that he wanted, he was going to name this class of drugs and he called them nootropics. And the word nootropic comes from, uh, the, it's, it comes from the Greek, new, which is um, mind and trepen, which is to bend, so to bend the mind. And then he came up with a true, a, a definition of what a nootropic must be if you're going to call it a nootropic. And he said that a true nootropic must be able to enhance brain, memory and the ability to learn, that assists brain function under disruptive conditions like the lack of oxygen and electroconvulsive shock. It protects the brain from chemical and physical toxins like um, uh, certain choline drugs and barbiturates. It increases natural cognitive processes and it must not be toxic to humans. Awesome. Those are super important aspects of that because, you know, it's funny. I feel like all, all the best words come from the Greek language, but, uh, what kind of, <laughs> what kind of, from that, like from that movie, uh, my big fat Greek wedding, right? Everything comes from the Greek people. Uh, what sorts of issues can nootropics help with and, and, and how do they work on those specific things? Is it like they sort of always work a certain way or do they work differently for different people? They work differently. Well, <clears throat> that's a rather complicated question. Sure. Let's start with the first one. Like, what are they helping? All right. The first thing you can, and I encourage people when they say, I want to start with nootropics. I'm going, okay, what do you want to fix? What are you trying to do? Mm -hmm. And so a very simple way to look at this is you can put together a nootropic stack to help with processing speed, decision-making, focus, and thinking. So you can think faster, think on your feet. Mm -hmm. or you can put together a nootropic stack and a nootropic stack is just, it, it's several supplements put together to achieve one goal. Mm -hmm. um, so, or you can put together a stack for learning and memory, or you could put together one for, for anxiety or for depression. You could put together one for energy or motivation, and you can put one together for brain repair and maintenance. Mm -hmm. And so you just pick one, and then you start looking into what are the things that clinical studies show helps with something like learning and memory. And we find out that for learning and memory, aniracetam, bacopa monnieri, CDP-choline, DHA, which is an omega-3, L-theanine, phosphatidylserine, and pine bark extract all have clinical studies showing that they're effective in helping boost learning and memory. And then you find out what the recommended dosage is for each of those. And you put them together in a group of supplements and you start taking them. Awesome. And so does, is it one of those things where people are more sensitive to these things? So you have to start off at a, at a baseline and then kind of work your way up or work your way down on your recommendation dosage wise? That's a good question. We ha I have, my recommended dosages are based on, come from two places. And they're often different than what you find on the supplement bottle. Mm -hmm. They come from what was successfully used in clinical studies, as well as user reviews and what people use for effective dosages for what people say they, must, they, they need to use. And so I'll come up with the range. Um, like uh, L-theanine, for example, would be 200 milligrams to 400 milligrams per day. Mm 
So a minimum dosage of 200 milligrams. If you go below that, it's probably not going to be effective. Mm -hmm. Above 400 milligrams, you might start getting into some minor side effects. And there's also a saying in this community that your mileage may vary because everybody responds differently to each one of these supplements. I've reviewed, um, I think, 90 or 95 different individual nootropic supplements so far, everything from uh, acetyl-L-carnitine to zinc and everything in between. And what I use, and if you, if you and I took the exact same dose of L-tyrosine, for example, with the expectation of boosting dopamine, you might react in fact, you probably will act or react a little bit differently than me. Mm-hmm. And you could have a very negative reaction to it because for some reason your wiring and your biochemistry is set up so that as soon as you take L-tyrosine, it turns it into dopamine and immediately makes norepinephrine and you start feeling irritable and antsy. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas I can use I can use mega doses of L tyrosine and all it does for me is it just boosts dopamine and my brain works better. Hmm. So you start out with figure out what you're going to use, then start out with the lowest recommended dose and try it. And if you've got a group of supplements or a stack of supplements like I just described for learning and memory, mm-hmm. if you've never used any of these before, I suggest using them one at a time. And so use one like Bacopa, start, use Bacopa for a couple of days and see what happens. And then use CDP choline and see what happens for a couple of days and then use DHA. So you start like you stacking take, them or like try one for a couple of days, say you do stop taking that one, then start taking yeah, the other one. Exactly. So okay. you take them one at a time just okay. to see what kind of, if you're going to get any kind of negative reaction to it. Okay. And a good example is ashwagandha. Ashwagandha is an amazing supplement. It's kind of like the Swiss army knife when it comes to brain repair. Right. Because ashwagandha has been shown that it helps repair dendrites and axons and it it helps regenerate synapses. There's no other supplement that can do that. But I can't use ashwagandha because I get a negative reaction to it. But a lot of people can use ashwagandha. And there are clinical studies that show that ashwagandha as an anxiolytic is as effective as certain benzodiazepines and antidepressants. Yeah. But I can't use it. Well, it's amazing because a lot of people, they start taking supplements. They're not getting, there's usually a couple of things that are wrong with what they're doing and then they give up. It's usually one, they're not taking enough of what they need. They're usually taking maybe the recommended dosage. And we all know that that's just, kind of a CYA for these companies that just, Hey, this is like the, the, the minimum that will get us in trouble type of thing, but it's really not usually a lot of times a clinical dosage or the quality of the nutrients they're getting is not there. And so again, they might be taking X amount of whatever that's they think is recommended, but the dosage isn't there or not the doses, the quality isn't there, the purities. And so they're, they're just spinning their wheels and then they get frustrated and they think that thing doesn't work when that might be the actual thing that could solve all their issues and help them live their, their fullest potential in their life, right? And that's a big problem too, because the dietary supplements are not approved by the FDA, which to me, I'm going, thank God. Um, (laughs) Yeah, keep the FDA out of it. We'll we'll be a lot better off. Yeah, uh, but then we're kind of like self-policing Yeah, and keep an eye on, on each other. But there's still a lot of shenanigans going on in this business. 
And when something takes off, like a while ago, rhodiola rosea got to be a really popular supplement. And rhodiola rosea comes from Siberia. Really effective rhodiola is grown in Siberia. Mm -hmm. But there's other types of rhodiola too in that family of plants. And so getting the genuine thing from Siberia for, for manufacturers is either difficult or expensive or both. And so they were sneaking other types of rhodiola into the capsule. Mm. And it wasn't working the same as what rhodiola rosea does. Yeah. Another example is two or three years ago, the Detroit, or not the Detroit, New York Attorney General uh, went after some major uh, retailers. They, his office went out and bought, I think, 25 different supplements from places like Target and Walmart and GNC. And they tested these supplements to find out if what was in the capsule matched what was on the label. And what they found was that some of these supplements had zero wow. of what was on the label in the capsule. And typically these are private label. Um, like Target is, is not a supplement company. Yeah. Or GN's, uh, um, CBS is not a supplement company. Walgreens is not a supplement company. They're in the business of something else, either retail or drugs or something. And so they will white label something and sell it as a dietary supplement without testing it. And legitimate dietary supplement companies, and there are some who have been around for decades, test the heck out of their stuff. They test the raw material coming in the door, they test it during encapsulation, and they test the batch before it's shipped. And those are the types of supplements that I, I teach people how to hunt down mm -hmm. and use so that you're giving this a fair shake. If you wanna give nootropics a real try to see if it helps you, get the real thing. Absolutely, you know, it's, you gotta get it from the source. It's interesting, even with things like, say essential oils, it, you've got to actually get it from the place oftentimes that that certain plant is derived from because it has all the right minerals and alkalinity and acidity and all these things that actually help give that plant the properties that's going to give us the biggest um, benefit, right? The biggest, uh, what's the word, uh, clinical value, right? And that's so important no matter what it is, whether it's we're getting it from the plant, whether we're getting it from actually the people we trust. And that's really key. So how, how do people um, find products out there that are, that are right for them? And like, what's the best way to go about that instead of just kind of blindly guessing? Come to Nootropics Expert and I will show you. Um, I've got several articles that I wrote on this specific issue. Um, one is called, for example, Seven Tips for Choosing the Highest Quality Nootropic Supplements. And what this article shows you is how to, um, I talk about brand names mm -hmm. and how to evaluate whether somebody is a legitimate brand or not. I talk about quality assurance. I talk about certificates of analysis. And there are companies now that if you ask them for a certificate of analysis, which is the assay or the lab test done on that that supplement, they'll send it to you. Or you can just download it right from the website. For example, Charlotte's Web, who's one of the pioneers in the CBD oil industry, uh, when on their, on their, their container, when you get um, Charlotte's Web Com gummies, for example, there's a QR code on the label. Mm. And so you just scan it with your phone 
and it allows you to download a certificate of analysis for that particular set of gummies so that you can find out exactly what's in that gummy. Awesome. That, that's, that C of A will tell you how much CBD oil is in it. It'll tell you if there's any heavy metals that are in it or any other substance, substances that are in it. And then I tell people, I explain how to, what's a therapeutic dose like we were talking about. Mm -hmm. If you take too little of something and you don't get any kind of benefit from it, that doesn't mean the thing is no good. That means you didn't take enough of it. Yeah. Or, or if you overdose it, if you take too much of it and you have a bad reaction to it, it doesn't mean it's no good. If you took too much of it and you ended up with the side effect that comes with overdosing on it. And then I tell people about other ingredients. If you take a look at every supplement label, underneath the main supplement facts label is the thing called other ingredients. Mm -hmm. And there you'll find, hopefully there you'll find nothing. But often on a lot of supplement labels, especially the cheaper ones, you'll find things like magnesium stearate and titanium dioxide and silica and cellulose and other chemical names that you don't recognize. Yep. Now, these are not in the supplement to help you. They're in there to help the manufacturer. For example, magnesium stearate is used as a flow agent. And basically, that's a lubricant so that the powder um, can flow more easily through the encapsulation machines mm. and, and so that it can flow through faster. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Yep. The problem with magnesium stearate is clinical studies showed that it suppresses your natural killer T cells. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. Same thing with titanium dioxide is a problem too. It's, it's used as a, 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 a pigment for color. So you want to avoid other ingredients if you can. And there are companies now that are putting out supplements that have no other ingredients, nothing other than the capsule. And then you want to look at bioavailability. Um, there are certain supplements like turmeric, for example, and curcumin that are ex very, very effective. That can cure all kinds of stuff, but it's not very, very bioavailable. In other words, when you take it as a supplement, your system can't extract the goodness out of it to do what you want, what is expected. And when you, so you learn that when you combine it with piperine or biopurine, which is just black pepper extract, mm -hmm. clinical studies show that it boosts the bioavailability of turmeric by 2000%. Yeah. So that means that when you're looking for a turmeric supplement, make sure that you get one that's got biopurine or piperine in it. Yeah. And the, la the last thing you need to decide too is, are you going to use the whole herb or are you going to use extracts? And the whole herb is often going to be a cheaper supplement. And the extracts are going to be more expensive, of course, just because it takes, it costs money to extract whatever substance you're trying to extract from the thing and put it in the capsule. Yep. Um, but the benefit of extracts though, is if you're using particularly a patented extract, if it states that on the label, you can be pretty sure that that's what's in the supplement. That's awesome. You know, it's, so important to understand that for people because, you know, thinking about, say you want a, a drop of mint and actual mint oil. Well, how many leaves would it take? How many would you have to eat to actually get that potency from just that single drop? Well, it takes a lot to go into that. Um, it takes a lot of resources too. And obviously we can spend a lot of 
time and money. Yep. Um, we can either spend more time and never get the results or we can spend a little more money and really get the results we want. And in life, we really get what we pay for, especially when it comes to things like these supplements and, and all the extracts and everything else. And, and speaking about, about supplements and how effective they are, I want to go back to it for a second to why when you started taking the nootropics, why did that help you manage your adult ADD where Ritalin helped in the short term? But as we all know, all medications have a side effect and eventually can stop sure. working and usually do. Uh, so why did that start to work the, the nootropics where Ritalin failed for you? Uh, well, Ritalin, I think, was desensitizing um, my neuron receptors. Yeah. It was either desensitizing my neuron receptors after long-term use, or my brain just simply didn't have enough dopamine, and which wouldn't be a surprise because what I've found since I've started this is part of brain aging is that we... Uh, I've got less dopamine in my brain now than I had when I was in my twenties. And so do you, I mean, that's just everybody. Dopamine decreases by something like 10% per decade per year for all of us. So the dopamine that you have in your brain when you're 60 is going to be different than the dopamine that you had in your brain when you were 20. So a younger person using Ritalin would have had a different reaction long-term to it than, than somebody who's older like me. And so, but in order for Ritalin to work, it needs dopamine. It can't work without dopamine. And if my brain didn't have enough dopamine, if I added more dopamine to my brain, then Ritalin had something to work with. And it turned out that theory was spot on. <laughs> it worked. It's always great when a, when a theory works out, especially when it's in your yep. favor. So why do, and maybe this is part of why you're explaining this, but why do 50% of people experience cognitive decline as they age? Is it purely the dopamine aspect? Um, and then how can we really work on preventing that? Because that's a huge topic right now. I mean, people are getting diagnosed with things like dementia in their forties now. Um, and so how does, how does that work? Uh, I actually wrote an article on the best nootropics for brain aging. And I took a deep dive into how the brain ages. And what I found out is that it boils down to five things. Uh, free radicals start increasing. Synapses uh, either are either lost or desensitized. Um, Alzheimer's and dementia um, starts developing um, like in your 20s and 30s and finally comes to a critical, critical point where it starts, you start feeling it. Um, blood flow slows down um, and just naturally slows down in everybody. So cerebral circulation in your brain, which is so important, you need blood flow in your brain to get all the oxygen and nutrients to neurons and brain cells so that they can do their job. And when that blood flow slows down, that doesn't work as efficiently and can end up ultimately in something like vascular dementia. And then there's natural neurotransmitter decline. And dopamine and acetylcholine and serotonin and GABA and glutamate, all of these major neurotransmitters that are critical for us to our brains to work the way they were designed, decline the older we get for a number of reasons. Um, we get the amino acids that are precursors to make these neurotransmitters from our food. 
And as we get older, we can't, our digestion doesn't work as well as it once did. And so our system, our, our gut can't extract the good stuff from the stuff or the, from the food and, and turn it into the kind of molecules that our body and brain need. Um, again, blood flow slows down. And things like neurons and synapses, neurons die, synapses um, are desensitized or reduced in number. Axons are damaged because our brains don't synthesize enough myelin, which is the protective coating around axons. And so axons stop working. And dendrites, um, you might go from 1,000 dendrites per neuron down to 500 dendrites per neuron. And so I can explain what each one of these things does, but the long and the short of it is that this is what happens to everybody's brain as we age. And some people, it manifests into diseases like Alzheimer's or Parkinson's or dementia or vascular dementia. And other people get away with just um, uh, cognitive decline without any, you know, anything more severe than that. Sure. It really it, it depends it it's it depends on things like genetics a lot on genetics. Mm -hmm. um, it depends on the environment that you're living in, the kind of food that you ate all of your life, the kind of air that you're breathing all of your life. The um, traumas you've had. Now you see with kids sure. getting tested, student athletes for CTE, um, the traumas. I mean, that's I feel that's a really hot topic right now too. And um, I mean, do you feel that? these nootropics can help those individuals that have had that CT type of trauma. Absolutely. I have people coming to me all the time with a traumatic brain injury for help and they get the help that they need because if you use the right nootropics, um, some of these nootropics, what, there's a number of things that goes on with, with traumatic brain injury. And same thing that a number of things happen with uh, PTSD and these different diseases. Um, if you know what happens in the brain that has suffered traumatic brain injury, you know what to use and how to fix it. And we use things for, to boost neuro, neurogenesis. Um, we use things to boost brain-derived nootropic factor, which is um, one neuroscientist called brain-derived nootropic factor. It's a neural growth factor. They called it miracle growth for the brain. <laughs> it's like spreading, spreading fertilizer on your brain. Awesome. So you take something that boosts BDNF and all of a sudden your brain can start repairing itself because it can grow new neurons now and it can repair synapses and it can repair axons and it can repair dendrites and we can increase blood flow. Um, I feel like so many people need this stuff. Brain injuries. I feel like everyone needs this. Like it's not just, Hey, I have a, Every a brain trauma or I've got these, I'm starting to get these signs of Alzheimer's or memory things. It's like, why wouldn't everyone just be on something to boost their brain health? Because it controls everything. It's the most vital component of our bodies. We can't get a new one. We can't do brain transplants, at least, yeah, who knows, maybe someday, I, who knows what crazy things are out there. But the fact is, is like, we have to protect this thing that controls every function of our body. And with more and more people getting affected by really neurocognitive decline because of their environment, like you talked about, the toxins we get exposed to, the, the extra stresses of the daily grind that people are dealing with on a daily basis, the nutrition that we're not getting 
COVID-19. <laughs> yeah, COVID. I mean, it's crazy, right? So, I mean, if, if is there, is crazy. Is there one nootropic that you're like, hey, this is something that like everyone could start taking that would make like a, a difference right now for the average person? Lithium orate. Lithium orate. And why is that? <laughs> um, lithium is just an amazing supplement. Um, it was, it's, it's a mineral that our brains need in very, very, very tiny doses. And a lot of people are deficient in it and don't realize it. And there's been studies, for example, around the world that showed they would test the water supply in a county. And then they would check the health including suicides in that county, and they would compare it to the next county and their water supply. And they found that the counties with more lithium in their water supply had less suicides. Hmm. Um, and the, the um, spas that people go to, the mineral hot springs that people go to around yeah. the world, including here in the United States, they go there because lithium makes them feel fantastic just by sitting in this uh, mineral infused water. It upregulates brain-derived nootropic factor and nerve growth factor, and, and it, and it um, boosts the receptors. Um, it decreases the sensitivity of norepinephrine receptors. It boosts neurogenesis, so it helps in brain repair from all types of brain injury. Okay. Lithium increases brain gray matter. It increases DNA replication. It prevents apoptosis. Um, it inhibits beta amyloid secretion. It protects against damage that's once it's formed, um, turns into things like Alzheimer's. So there's a it lithium natural version, but then there's also like a synthetic version, correct? There, lithium has got a bad rap because they use lithium carbonate, uh, 800 to 900 milligrams per dose to treat things like bipolar disorder and, um, and mania. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about microdosing lithium, five milligrams. Yeah, that's why I make that distinction because a lot of people think, well, hey, you know, I just heard people that are, you know, crazy need lithium or something. You know, it's like and there's these bad side effects, but you're talking about a different type of lithium microdosing as well. Um, huge difference. So it's yeah. kind of like people. An, with like, another one. Uh, uh, go ahead. Another one is DHA. Mm -hmm. And because DHA is an omega-3 and study after study has shown that we are, as particularly living in the West, are deficient in omega-3s and we are overloaded with omega-6s mm -hmm. because of uh, processed food. And these omega-6s crowd out the omega-3s. And we need DHA for 60% of your brain is fat. Yep. And most of that fat is DHA. Each one of your billions and billions of brain cells are wrapped in a membrane. And that membrane is made up of DHA, phosphatidylserine, and phosphatidylcholine. And if it's healthy, then it's fluid. So that stuff can get in and out of that cell. But if you don't have enough DHA in your diet, in other words, if you're not eating wild salmon three or four days a week, that brain cell membrane starts to harden and it's not as fluid so that stuff nutrients and oxygen can't get in and the garbage can't get out so that it can be flushed out of your system.
Zach, so everybody, need, everybody needs DHA. That's so why I say, fish you know, oil, fish, in order to get well, you got to fix not gonna cut it. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. You got to, you got to yeah. fix the cell to get well. And that all starts with what you're talking about there. So, uh, really last question here for you. And I ask all my guests, this is really what does for you, David, what does reaching your fullest potential mean to you? I, I've got to revisit that every single day because for me to reach my full potential, I need to be able to help some person, one person, somebody that's in trouble, that's got a problem with their brain. And if I can help that person somehow and it changes their life, I've just fulfilled my mission. I love it. But I renew that every, I renew that every single day. So I get letters from people and messages from people that are, yeah, it's fresh, but I get letters and messages from people all the time um, that people say, um, you, changed my, you changed my life or you saved my life. Or, and I don't take any credit for that. I just kind of like steered them in the right direction and said, try this, but it works. It's awesome. And I'm it's just like happy the, to do it. The Boy Scout motto, do a good turn daily. Help someone out. Life is good. You'll be rewarded. That's awesome. David, how can people get uh, more information from you? Either how can they find contact, get hold of this information, read your books? Where's the best place to go? Uh, the easiest way to get on your favorite search engine and just Google or search for Nootropics Expert. Nootropics is N-O-O Tropics, like living in the tropics. Mm-hmm. Nootropics. Nootropics Expert or Google David Toman, um, and I'll pop up. Um, YouTube, the same thing. Go to YouTube and start typing in Nootropics, and that menu that drops down for selections, Nootropics Expert will show up near the top. Just click on that. If you go to the website, there are hundreds and hundreds of pages that um, on every, every Nootropics supplement that is popular in the world today, I've reviewed. And that full review, including links to clinical studies to back up everything I'm saying is on Nootropics Expert. And I'll show you how to uh, deal with things like anxiety or depression or OCD or PTSD or traumatic brain injury or Alzheimer's or Parkinson's or, or dementia or whatever. There is information on Nootropics Expert. And, or if you like watching videos more than you like reading, just go to YouTube and my channel has got over a hundred videos on it now, I think. Awesome. Great resources. And I've, I've got, I've got, I don't know, 52 or 53,000 subscribers. So subscribe to my channel because I try to get up new videos up there as often as I can. I also have two books. One of them is free, uh, Secrets of the Optimized Brain. That is, I think, 92 pages. And all it is is about 82 nootropic supplements that tells you what it is, why we use it, and how much to use. And so Secrets of the Optimized Brain is a free download. Just go to Nootropics Expert and, and it, you'll find the pop-up all over the place. Awesome. Just subscribe to my newsletter and you'll get a copy of the book. And head first is nearly 600 pages. 
It's the complete guide to healing and optimizing your brain with nootropic supplements. It's the first book like it published since 1992. Wow. Yeah. It's just saying that like this has been buried, right? This information has been buried for probably obvious reasons because it goes against all things pharmaceutical. Um, so I, that's, that's so awesome. head first is like a head, head first is like a manual for your brain. That's awesome. We'll, we'll make sure we get all those things up on the, the show notes so that our listeners can get okay. that information and get that out and get, get it in their hands and start taking action. Cause without action, uh, it's all pointless, right? we got to have action. That's 80% of it. Yeah. So Dave, I appreciate you being on here today. Uh, it's been great getting to, to just actually learn more today. Cause I thought I knew a lot, but, uh, I keep learning from guys like yourself. So I appreciate what you do and pushing the envelope and getting this information out to people. <laughs> My pleasure. Thanks for inviting me. You got it. Thanks for listening. And we hope you enjoyed today's episode. To get this and other episodes and other free resources we mentioned today, go to newedgewellness.com or listen to the Happy Healthy Hormones with Dr. Chris podcast on iTunes, Google Play, or Stitcher. 